All right, welcome to another episode of the Speech NGP podcast. Today, with a special guest, uh, Daniela, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm doing uh, all right, and I hope it's uh, the same for you, Jonathan. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, Daniela Capasso, you are basically working for the Volvo Group, and um, you are having a very interesting job, actually, there. So, you are... Um, responsible for so to say the digital transformation and uh in, in, the, in this context obviously are involved in a lot of a lot of different initiatives and um, i'm actually very um so first of all let me express my uh my gratitude for you taking the time in in, in these obviously very strange times um to talk with with us about about different things that you do about uh, you know the journey at, at the Volvo Group and and also more or less kind of with an outlook on the future you know in these crazy times. So uh, you know without further ado, I would actually say that we go to the first point that that we always have in this podcast, which which is ultimately kind of uh, yeah uh, you giving us a little bit of a perspective where you're coming from a little bit like on your you know professional life and how you ended up where you are today. Absolutely, and uh, John, let me start by uh, thanking you for uh, uh, for having me today. It's uh, it's a pleasure to to talk to you. So, um, I uh, indeed, uh, as you were saying, I'm uh, uh, heading the digital transformation of the Volvo Group, and uh, um, uh, it's a rather new thing for me, uh, so to say. I'm uh, uh, professionally coming from uh, uh, from a mix uh, of uh, uh, background with which is more or less one third uh, uh, grounded in uh, uh, in strategy, in, uh, whether it's corporate strategy or uh, strategic consultants or uh, or investment, uh, and then the the uh, the remaining two thirds is uh, is grounded more in uh, in line operations and uh, and I work in uh, uh, in sales, in marketing, in product management, in purchasing, and uh, and in IT. I worked in uh, large global corporations like uh, the Volvo Group, but uh, also in um, uh, smaller international firms, uh, and uh, in um, in a in a startup. And I worked with startups. Uh, um, and uh, how did I end up heading the digital transformation uh, of the Volvo Group? I, I think that uh, uh, the uh, the reality is that. Uh, this has, uh, uh, has become a, um, a business priority for, uh, uh, for the group coming out, stemming out from uh, um, our efforts in uh, uh, business innovation. So in, uh, in trying to understand the, what the future look, uh, look like uh, for, uh, for the Volvo group when everything that uh, uh, is relevant uh, and central in our industries and uh, uh, by um, uh, by connection to, to the Volvo Group uh, um, will not be uh, relevant anymore. And looking into the, um, into the, the future uh, as, uh, as part of my previous role in uh, corporate strategies, um, the innovation, the business innovation has, uh, uh, has un uh, unveiled a number of uh, elements where uh, digital um, was very much at the core of uh, uh, of a business uh, uh, transformation, the industries we are uh, uh, we are in uh, is um, are un undergoing. So you might say that uh, uh, I kind of grown into this uh, uh, this role, uh, moving from uh, um, uh, working in uh, uh, in visualizing what the future for the group uh, could be, into uh, maybe taking a step more towards uh, um, the uh, execution and the uh, solidification of, uh, uh, of this, uh, uh, this future um, through the lens of, uh, uh, of digital in that sense. Yeah, and um, you know, we, we talked already about this before, before starting the podcast, you know, obviously there, you know, with the Volvo Group being a, really a large corporation, there's so many things that we could eventually talk about, but you know, and 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 uh, I guess ultimately it will come down to to really you know you highlighting a couple of ones that really let's say um, you know get to you right away. So maybe I think with the first aspect here, it would be great to 
kind of break down uh, what the Volvo Group business is actually about, right? We are, I think, first, for the first thing that we need to do is that we need to uh, say that we're not talking about Volvo cars today. So I guess, you know, for the, for the um, average person, Volvo is associated with, with, with uh, the cars. But uh, we're talking about something else, right? So uh, yes, we absolutely, uh, absolutely, Jonathan. We uh, we of course share the brands uh, with the, with Volvo Cars. Uh, uh, Volvo Cars uh, uh, was a part of the Volvo Group up to uh, some uh, uh, ten to fifteen years ago, uh, and is now an independent company. The, the Volvo Group is. Uh, uh, it is a um, uh, significantly larger company uh, and uh, uh, you might say is uh, stemming out from the uh, original uh, Volvo um, uh, corporation. And uh, just to give you a couple of pointers, uh, uh, the Volvo Group is, uh, is uh, uh, 45, uh, roughly 45 billion euros uh, um, corporation when it comes to turnover. We have a uh, over 100,000 uh, uh, colleagues uh, uh, pretty much everywhere um, uh, in, uh, in the world. And uh, um, we are a global manufacturer of uh, uh, commercial vehicle and industrial engines, where commercial vehicles are uh, trucks, uh, buses, and uh, coach, uh, and so on. But we are also um, uh, a provider of uh, services and solutions within uh, uh, transport uh, and uh, infrastructure uh, sector. Yeah, those are, I mean, those are very, let's say, heavy, heavy asset related business models, right? And well, at least, um, at least when it comes to producing, you know, large uh, heavy duty crafts and, 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 and machinery. Um, so obviously, there's a, a you know, with such a large organization as I already pointed out, there's uh, for, when it comes to digital transformation, right? It is really easy to get lost, right? And, and then the question is, where do you start, right? And, uh, and uh, in uh, one of our conversations that we had before this podcast, you mentioned that, you know, you have been in, in, in this past year, uh, you have been really working on setting this up, you know, like really on the strategy in regards to, okay, so how are we, like how we're going to approach this and where, 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 where are the points that we're going to start at? And, you know, I guess um, if, 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 if you would kind of, you know, give us a, maybe a little bit of a, of a, a guiding light here on where does, where does the digital transformation and ultimately impact most within, within the yeah. scope of Volvo Group's business? Absolutely. And, and I think that uh, the, the best way to start from is actually uh, echoing your comment that uh, uh, we, are we are a large uh, uh, global manufacturing heavy um, uh, corporation. We, we do big toys, commercial vehicles, construction equipments also, and so on. Uh, so excavators and uh, um, so digital transformation for a, co uh, for a corporation like, uh, like ours, for a company like ours, uh, is, um, is a completely different animal, so to speak, than uh, uh, what, uh, for example, um, uh, a small uh, young uh, company or maybe or, uh, established company can, uh, um, can, uh, can take as, a, uh, as an approach in, uh, in that sense. So uh, the, the key element, I would say, the underlying key element of the digital transformation for the Volvo Group is that uh, we need to do it at, it at an industrial scale. Uh, it's not enough to, to do it in some pockets of, uh, uh, of the business or, or the organization or, or in some of the regions. That, that needs to be pervasive and pervasive uh, means uh, big numbers. So let me use this word again. The digital transformation uh, it is pervasive for, uh, for the Volvo Group. And uh, uh, I would say to, to your point, we have spent quite significant amount of uh, um, uh, time and, and efforts to, to really um, uh, frame it in, uh, in a proper way. And if I had to, to give you like the 15 seconds recipe that we uh, extracted, so, so to speak, is that uh, when it comes to the impact, uh, I think that uh, um, digital uh, as, uh, as the capability to impact uh, um, let's say three uh, different value pools. One is uh, you could use digital uh, uh, to uh, improve your operational efficiency 
And here I'm, I'm really using this term in a very, very broad way. It's, uh, it's of course operations, physical operation and so on, but also it's interaction uh, um, within your, uh, uh, your employees or your uh, uh, partners and suppliers and, and so on and so forth. So you, you actually use digital technology to, to do better, faster, leaner, and all the year you can think of what you are actually doing, what you do to, to serve your customer. Then there is another bucket, with, which uh, with another value pool, which is uh, using digital uh, to augment uh, your, uh, your current products and services, which is again using digital this time to, uh, to, uh, to add a layer of, uh, uh, of value to, to your uh, physical products or, or to your services. And then the, there is the third one, uh, which is uh, using digital to open new opportunities. Uh, whether uh, they are already present, uh, uh, let's say, in, uh, uh, in the industries in which we are um, playing and, and we can uh, kind of grab them, or uh, whether maybe we can, uh, we can actually uh, create those, uh, um, those opportunities. Uh, and um, the ambition is, of course, for us uh, to, um, to go through um, through this transformation by addressing um, all those value pools. Because I think, again, uh, uh, Jonathan, if I extract another key point of, of, uh, of our understand, understanding in this journey, is that um, um, digital transformation is first and foremost a business transformation. Uh, and it is uh, our way to equip the Volvo Group with the digital capability to enable long-term value creation at an industrial scale through digital. And, uh, and we do that, of course, with a lot of technology, high tech, soft tech, of course, but we do it uh, um, through uh, massive competence shift and, and uh, uh, cultural change, because uh, uh, the digital transformation for us is uh, as much about uh, uh, people as it is about technology. Yeah, and uh, this is a really fair point uh, that you're mentioning, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get right back to it. You know, um, or we're gonna talk about the people side basically uh, a little bit uh, after this. But I first want to go into uh, a point in regards to you know, which which I guess is really important to mention, um, looking more from a historical perspective, because what you mentioned as well is so you've you've been already at the Volvo Group for. Uh, uh, this is this is not, not not your first year, sorry to say. And you've been also, let's say, uh, working on corporate strategy, so more or less looking into the future, right? And so, um, I mean, the term digital transformation, right? Uh, that ultimately was, if you look at the last decade, right? So from to, uh, to, uh, 2010 um, onwards, um, there has been a lot of different initiatives, right? And uh, within large corporations, and, and and also, you know, a lot of tries to to tackle this right to tackle this digital transformation yeah. and a lot of organizational formats right there has been different types of positions um different types of initiatives to foster innovation a different um you know the, the rise of a chief digital officer for example and and there has been a lot of uh, a lot of learnings as well right and i talked to i talk about this with also a lot of let's say people that are that are, that are leading uh, digital initiatives within organizations and there has been there's obviously learning right so um yeah. from from the things that you do you see okay what works in our organization and what doesn't and and ultimately now uh, you know we started into a new decade and it started very very strange right and it started very difficult and it and it basically asks organization for the first and foremost for resilience right and um so from from your perspective where i want to go into right now so why, why am i saying all this is um You've been working in corporate strategy before that, right? And you've seen different different um, business areas and units, and you've seen the organization, right? You've seen the strengths and stuff. So, how does how does if you look back at the initiatives of the Volvo Group in the past, right, compared to now, basically setting everything up? Because you told me as well, you had a new chief digital officer now, um, um, who, who, who uh, since since a year, I believe. But how, how does that compare to basically what the Volvo Group has done in the past, right? What were the learnings and why basically now this new setup and this new, let's say, start into, into, into let's say, 2020? 
Yeah, uh, which is a which is uh, is a good question. I think that the, the seeds of my answer are uh, already in uh, in uh, um, in what I was saying before. I think that the the, the fair point uh, uh, to to make here is that um, we we didn't exactly started this year to digitally transform companies have been uh, digitizing and then digitalizing. If we if we go back to the to the Gartner definition. Uh, for decades, uh, the, the transfer towards uh, the, the, the adoption of uh, uh, digital technologies uh, um, in, in, uh, in so many different parts of, uh, uh, of business operations uh, um, has been pervasive in, uh, uh, in the last uh, few decades. So what, what, is, what is all this frenzy now about digital transformation uh, since it is actually an old thing? Uh, I think that uh, the frenzy is that uh, uh, since a few years back, um, we start uh, we have started having a convergence of uh, technologies and the preconditions that allow uh, companies to and organizations to use digital technologies to do things that were not possible before. And those technologies are. Uh, enormous uh, computational capabilities, uh, very high speed of, uh, of connectivity, the, um, uh, the explosion of uh, um, sensors and uh, data collections and uh, data storage capabilities. So all of a sudden, companies and organizations in general, they have the, the possibility to have a lot of data a lot of capability to uh, dig into that and a lot of possibility to uh, to transfer this data back and forth and uh, and uh, um, make things happen uh, so, so to say and all that with the cost of technologies that is uh, a residual cost of technology which is uh, incredibly uh, cheaper than it was just 10 years ago and then all of a sudden, what is happening is that uh, this convergence of, uh, uh, of different technologies coming actually from uh, different uh, domains is allowing for uh, new configurations uh, of uh, um, uh, possible interaction between uh, uh, different uh, uh, parts of, uh, of a value chain or even of an ecosystem or even different ecosystems. So all of a sudden, uh, we move from IT to digital. Let's uh, let's put it bluntly like that, which means that uh, all of a sudden, uh, um, the digital or uh, let's say the soft technology is not just supporting business operation, becomes a key part of the business. It becomes the business in uh, uh, quite a number of industries, and and for our industries, uh, it's definitely going uh, in this way. And that means uh, that uh, um, strategies needs to be reviewed, business strategies needs to be reviewed. Uh, that means that uh, interactions uh, within and outside the company needs to be uh, reshaped and uh, um, new possibilities opens up because uh, what we are having is, as very often happens with the, with the massive techno technology shifts is that technology re configure the context. This is what digital technologies are, are in, in this phase uh, are doing. They are reconfiguring the business context, actually the societal context, but let, let's say in the business context, and they are opening uh, uh, new possibilities. And they're also closing old or uh, uh, incumbent po uh, possibilities. And that calls for a re reconfiguration, a re uh, rethinking of what it is that uh, um, that we do, how are we packaging uh, value for, uh, for our customers? So that is the reason why uh, it is, uh, uh, in my opinion, of course, my humble opinion, that is the reason why there has been this explosion. And then that is the uh, reason why I, I clearly see a trend in, uh, uh, in uh, you, you quoted the introduction of CDOs. So, so the, the move of a, a, a rather normally technology heavy um, set of, uh, uh, of professionals uh, into the, um, the boardrooms where uh, business strategies are, uh, are decided, where the future of the, of the whole company is decided. Yeah, 100%. And, um, and ultimately, 
you know, now to kind of look for the bridge um, of, of what you said before, which I think is crucial. Um, there's, first of all, there's one important thing that you said, and we're going to also delve into that, which is, you know, digital becoming more and more the business, right? And not just part of the business, but the business. And that this is also, you know, where, where, where it's uh, moving for uh, Volvo Group towards too. But now making the bridge of uh, what you just said uh, as the last point here to, um, to this important aspect of, you know, um, basically scaling it, right? Or to have digital transformation on scale because when you have such a yeah. large organization, there's no such thing as ivory towers where, you know, a few people are thinking about some innovative stuff or, you know, about some, 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 some digital things and, and, and are just like, you know, keeping it in there. If you really want to create yeah. value, you need to, let's say, have it on scale. And therefore, you can only get it on scale if you get the masses, basically, or your people inside the organization to get involved with this. And yes. um, so, you know, from a leadership perspective, so now as the last point, which you mentioned was the chief digital officer and as well, you as a vice president, you know, uh, with, with, with you, you as a leadership where you are responsible as well for, let's say, uh, a, a lot of different pe uh, people and, and, and now with your, let's say, units, you know, trying to scale that over, let's say, the, the organization and, and there obviously, you know, there's things such as that are happening in the headquarter and now you, not, you need to, let's say, the first thing is obviously, you know, to, to, to also kind of move it onwards, right, to get it over because an organization such as the Volvo Group is not just operating in one country, right, there's, you're everywhere on the, on the, on the whole globe and um, so, maybe as a, as a next point, so just kind of uh, as some bits and pieces here, what, 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 what are some successful initiatives, you know, um, and, and, and maybe start with the good part, the, 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 the successful initiatives that you've seen in the past at Volvo Group, which you would kind of classify as, 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 uh, as, as getting people on board and, 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 you know, getting the human involved, basically. And what are also then maybe as a second point, um, what are some challenges, you know, that you that you've seen and that you are also encountering? Yeah. Yes, and and I would say that uh, uh, there are um, we have had our successes, of uh, of course, and uh, and I think that uh, I would uh, I would take a uh, couple of examples from uh, uh, from two different uh, uh, areas. One one is uh, you might say it's uh, uh, it's uh, the the successful augmentation digital augmentation of uh, uh, of our physical products we have uh, uh, we we produce among, among other things we produce uh, uh, heavy trucks for that support uh, uh, movement of uh, debris on a construction site and we also of course produce the the um, the excavators to, together with a, uh, a number of other um, equipment that uh, um, that let's say uh, Create this debris or uh, the, uh, create the um, they are active in the uh, in the construction site and uh, um, we have uh, we have had for example uh, uh, an, an extremely successful uh, uh, digital augmentation case in which we have uh, uh, we have used our connectivity um, capabilities connectivity. Uh, units together with the um, the, uh, the advanced analytics uh, uh, expertise that we have built uh, to actually uh, optimize the uh, the load factor, which is how much material you can put on a truck uh, before the truck <laughs> goes out of order, so to say, um, in a, um, in a, um, optimizing the the load factor of this truck over over a number of shifts of working shifts in a construction site in a in the city center of Gothenburg which is a city in, in Sweden where we are headquartered uh, and by doing that we have reduced by 10 percent um, the the number of uh, truck uh, um, circulating the city center where heavy trucks uh, circulating the city center so and that, of course, has an impact, an economical impact, of course, but it has an enormous sustainability impact uh, towards the environment uh, and so on. So that is a very good, uh, uh, good example. And uh, another one, uh, uh, so, so it's a good, uh, good success that is, uh, you might say, that, that's a business uh, a successful case. Another one is, uh, uh, for example, the um, the way we have engaged with uh, uh, with a digitally focused uh, 
um, uh, school. And I'm talking about uh, uh, last year of uh, high school and uh, college uh, graduates level, uh, which, uh, uh, which is Hyper Island, is, a, is an international uh, digital focus uh, school in, uh, uh, in creating um, uh, a community of uh, digital practitioners uh, that is made of students, uh, super smart uh, and super uh, uh, up to date students, and our best. Uh, experts uh, running uh, uh, actually now virtual because of the pandemic's hackathons uh, that uh, um, that uh, resulted in a number of um, uh, concrete um, both uh, services digital service to our customer but also improvement in the uh, in our uh, in our operations and uh, the success there is uh, has been the the, the possibility to uh, to create enthusiasm uh, and focused results and activities um, uh, beyond our company borders and uh, with a uh, with a target uh, uh, which uh, uh, might not normally be in contact with the, uh, with the uh, corporation like ours. So that that would be. Uh, let's say two of the, um, I would say many examples we have. And then, uh, of course, we have challenges <laughs> like everyone else. And it would be naive or unfair uh, for me to say that we don't have. I think that um, the challenges uh, we have, if I take a step back, uh, the biggest challenge we have is actually nailing how to transition a global leader manufacturing company uh, into a fully digital first uh, industrial leader uh, not being a startup so how do you how do you uh, switch the the competences and um, uh, the way of working and and uh, and the culture of a uh, of an extremely successful corporation so very proud and rightly so of uh, of uh, what we have done we have done so far how do you switch this towards a, a new way of uh, uh, of looking upon uh, the way we package value for uh, for our customers um and the way we interact uh, with uh, with our um uh, stakeholders in uh, in our uh, uh, let's say ecosystem different industries how do you do that? Not for a startup or for a young companies that uh, um, that has, uh, or even a, a established company that has a few hundred person. How do you do that for a hundred thousand um, person strong uh, corporation, uh, which has a footprint which is really global, uh, with the, all the uh, national cultural and uh, uh, religious and professional uh, variances that you can imagine uh, considering on top of that that uh, in certain part of the world the, the future is already here in others is uh, uh, still yet uh, yet to come and even uh, even more tricky in certain industries and in certain customer segments within certain industries um, looking at different geographies the future is already here or is yet far uh, far away so how do you actually do that uh, without jeopardizing the uh, of course the position and uh, uh, and the, um, securing the business business continuity of uh, of a complex uh, uh, supply chain and, and value chain I would say this is uh, this uh, front and center. I would say is uh, is our uh, one of our main challenges. I would say. Yeah, and um, you know what, what you just said is basically okay. So uh, you know how do we move from 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 where we are and what what we are very proud of, you know, to let's say you know creating new capabilities to adapt to the speed of change that we have within markets and let's say also new entrants basically in, in the markets and uh, what i want to talk to you about right now is you know really about and, and i think this this comes back to you know the things that you've been i guess um and working on within corporate uh, corporate strategies 
is ultimately, you know, an organization looks at its market and its, its core strengths and then also looks outside of the market, right? And, and this has been a big one for, for organizations and for leadership to kind of look, okay, so, you know, what is going on and, and what are potential, you know, external threats that, 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 um, that we have in our business? And, and for me, you know, it actually is, is not such of a, uh, yeah, easy one to, to, to think of because, you know, um, let's say it requires uh, and in and, 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 and the automotive space we have we've seen that you know where um, you know Elon Musk basically says you know uh, that he has a lot of respect for a traditional autom uh, automotive companies you know in regards to manufacturing at scale with a high quality right because it is actually hard to do that for example but there's there's obviously it's a different it's a different it's a different game because we're talking about you know a car more or less kind of it's almost as a almost like as a, as a, as a status symbol, like a consumer, consumer good ultimately. And, and uh, it's a different, a di different type of setting. And therefore the threat is definitely real that is coming from, you know, a car obviously mo moving towards uh, being a, a software product uh, and, 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 and really, you know, um, the, the, the ability to consume different types of digital services within the car, right? Also, when, when we talk about autonomous, um, vehicles, etc. But in, in, in the case of Volvo Group right now, right, where we are talking about heavy industrial machinery, right, and, and, and where you really, you, you produce something that is, you know, that is oftentimes being used in the most extreme conditions, right, from, from let's say, uh, within in crazy environments, right, in, in, in deserts and jungles or whatever it is, right, and, 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 uh, and it is really, let's say, it has a specific purpose, right, how does like what are the disruptors then basically or where are the disruptions coming from for a volvo group um to their basically to their core business and their competence of building these let's say you know complex uh, industrial machineries yeah i would say uh this is a very long uh, uh, long theme so I'll, I'll give you the the super strong uh, super short uh, short answer but i would say that you can run parallels to the to the to the personal uh, um, uh, cars, so to say, to the private cars uh, um, uh, industry. Of course, uh, I think uh, um, the, the, there are uh, key uh, um, threats, which I actually look upon as uh, as also opportunities, which we are actually now. Uh, very much from uh, leading, uh, like uh, you know, the move towards uh, from the internal combustion engine towards uh, um, uh, electric engine. That is uh, uh, that has been an acceleration that uh, uh, most likely because of uh, uh, Tesla, um, uh, very very big uh, uh, kind of uh, um, public and and audience uh, impact has uh, has put pressure on. Uh, uh, on uh, uh, the big players to actually switch technologies. And um, um, I would say this, there is the, the move towards automation, which, uh, which has been defined by, by a number of very smart and, and knowledgeable uh, uh, organizations as the, the, the most difficult computational uh, task um, uh, existing. So fully autom auto autonomous uh, driving in uh, in, in open-ended uh, uh, city environments for example that is uh, that is not uh, uh, not an easy uh, task I would say that uh, um, the um, sustainability and the uh, the call uh, the call for uh, um, uh, 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 zero or negative uh, uh, environmental uh, uh, impact and the, uh, the uh, extremely high demand of sound safety, rightly so. Those are, uh, uh, those are uh, trends that are uh, very much uh, uh, impacting um, our industries. I think that uh, uh, I would say that uh, um, if, if again, if I take a step back, I would say that uh, uh, the most, uh, uh, the biggest threat um, is not posed by, for example, technology uh, or technological company tech giants in their self, because uh, it's uh, technology is not going to make the difference. Even uh, super advanced uh, uh, technology will become commoditized. 
uh, and there, there will be someone that will uh, uh, will do something better and faster and uh, uh, and cheaper and so on and and, and so forth. I think that uh, uh, the the real threat is that uh, the entrance of completely different players, uh, very often technology players, which are used to completely different way of uh, um, uh, looking upon business and uh, business interactions and uh, and markets and so on, is uh, is posing a very strong stress on extremely established uh, business practices in an industry that has been uh, uh, relatively um, I would say uh, solid and uh, equal to itself for uh, several de decades, and then all of a sudden uh, uh, needs to uh, to change pace and uh, and scope. So I would say the threat is uh, uh, the biggest one is not realizing that, and I think that uh, very few have not realized that. Uh, the subsequent thread is uh, not managing to not only adapt, but actually not managing to to take a new uh, a new strategic stance and uh, and lead uh, in a different way, a different market uh, or a different uh, business context. Um, in uh, um, let's say uh, uh, that is uh, uh, with with a backdrop of uh, uh, of uh, dynamics uh, and rules of the games that are uh, sometimes extremely different than before i think that that is the biggest uh, uh, it's the biggest threat right um, but then again you know uh, maybe to 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 show some 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 you know some some reactions right if there's a threat then there always comes some some sort of a reaction to that um, we talked a lot about kind of you know um, also adapting new capabilities, right, and and, and moving that um, or adding that basically to the core skills uh, within the organization. And um, so, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot that you can there's a lot that you can mention, but maybe let's let's break it down again. You know, in regards to some positive examples um, when it comes to you know. And this again is a really broad, broad, um, uh, yeah, word for it. But um, where it comes to innovation, or let's say, digital, and specific digital innovation. So basically, coupling, coupling that with you know, with the, with the uh, traditional value chain of the Volvo Group. What are some you know good examples that moved away from just being you know uh, an MVP, or you know like just. Um, Kind of in, a, in, a, in an ideation session or whatever, you know. But really, let's say something that that has been implemented on scale and and, and really, you know, is kind of kind of a perfect example to show um, for for Volvo Group. Yeah, I I would say that um, um, as a start, uh, I I would say that uh, the way we look upon uh, uh, digital innovation is uh, is through um, uh, uh, what I would define a healthy mix of uh, structural uh, innovation hubs and a more, uh, uh, let's say, free uh, set of configurations. And uh, the, uh, the success uh, has, uh, has come, uh, uh, the, the success stories uh, uh, in that sense uh, to, to which you refer to, they, they have come from both sides, both from the more established uh, structure and maybe heavy financed uh, uh, um, uh, innovation hubs uh, and the ones that were more um, um, free to experiment, uh, maybe uh, temporary and so on. So in my, my learning from, from that is that the, uh, you can't plan for innovation. You can create the precondition, but you can't plan for it. And then uh, I think you can uh, you 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 can nurture it, uh, but uh, not really plan for it. And I think that uh, um, the common element that uh, that is uh, no matter the the let's say the, the structure, the backdrop, and so on, the common element that has uh, created success in uh, uh, in our digital. Uh, um, experiments that then became, uh, uh, let's say, full-fledged uh, uh, solutions has been when, um, uh, when we have uh, 
um, managed to put together cr truly cross-functional uh, product teams where business opportunities, uh, so that the commercial opportunity was represented through business uh, um, people, let's call it like that, so the person knowledgeable about our customers, uh, uh, operations and industries. Um, those, uh, those individuals were put together uh, with the hard tech, so our physical products uh, and our uh, physical uh, technology together with the soft tech, so the digital uh, uh, skill set, uh, because it's there where the magic happens in, in this triangle uh, between uh, business opportunities, hard and soft, uh, soft tech. And when, uh, when we have managed to put together those uh, functional cross teams and, and give them responsibility and make them accountable for, uh, uh, for the, the, the deliveries, the, the business deliveries uh, uh, they, they were uh, managing over the whole value chain, or, or sorry, the life cycle from, from the design, from the inception to the maintenance, uh, to the upkeep and upkeeping and the maintenance and then the, uh, the decommissioning of uh, whatever, uh, let's say, delivery they had. Um, that has been the, uh, the success, um, the, the uncommon success factors. Um, and then some examples. One is actually, uh, one that I have is, uh, is actually, uh, I think it's very interesting and uh, we're very proud of that uh, is uh, we are using uh, uh, in this cross-functional setup uh, within our own supply chain, so within our own operations, and we do move uh, quite a lot of materials uh, across the world. Uh, we have put together uh, expert in supply chain management, so let's say the business knowledge in, uh, uh, in supply chain management, uh, um, experts from uh, um, the uh, physical technology and uh, which would be maybe vehicles or uh, uh, or equipment or uh, um, other uh, let's say logistic related uh, 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 asset and uh, uh, some of our digital heroes as I call them uh, and um, by putting together uh, these cross-functional teams we have uh, we have found a way to uh, to decrease the uh, the waste of uh, um, uh, packaging materials uh, of uh, um, uh, loading factors, so we have uh, filled more our uh, uh, trucks or our shipments uh, around the world and so on. And by doing that, of course, uh, there is a clear business advantage. We are saving money. That's uh, uh, that's something, uh, um, of course. Uh, not to, to underestimate, but I think that the beauty of, uh, of, this, uh, of this success uh, factor is that we, success case is that we are actually making the most of the resources that uh, we, are, uh, uh, we are in a need to, uh, to utilize to, uh, to serve our customers. And by doing that, uh, we, are, uh, uh, we are decreasing uh, uh, the impact we have. Uh, on um, on the on on the environment, so we we have taken significant steps to uh, to work within the the planet boundaries, uh, uh, so to say. We're and we're doing we have uh, we're doing that by making uh, our supply chain smoother, so our let's say operations smoother, which benefits our customers. Of course, we are. Um, uh, reducing uh, uh, our uh, uh, our costs, which of course it's a, it's a healthy practice in any in any uh, company, and we are doing that uh, uh, in a uh, um, with, without uh, uh, borrowing from uh, uh, from the planet, so, so to speak. So it's a, it's really a, 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 a planet people profit uh, win win win. Uh, that was not possible before had we not had uh, the pervasive uh, digitalization of our supply chain, uh, the, the use of connectivity and uh, uh, connected solutions and, uh, and the use of uh, uh, very advanced uh, um, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, let's say algorithmic uh, uh, technology. 
to optimize uh, an extremely complex uh, uh, set of flows uh, on, uh, on a dynamic way. So that, that, that is, for example, a very, uh, a, a very uh, big success case with, which makes us very proud in that sense. Yeah, um, and I guess you know, over over the next over the next years, um, there's more and more things that are gonna come up um, because you know within large organizations there's a lot of initiatives you know, but it just takes, I think it it, it just takes time to get to get to a point where you know more and more of these because the difficulty is always you know you have your existing value chain and then there's always this difficulty of you know you have an existing business business model that works and you have people that have their day-to-day -day job and their day-to-day -day processes and implement implementing new things basically right new new capabilities or new let's say features you know new products into that ecosystem you know always poses this threat basically right because it, it, and then we're coming back to the people again, right? Because it, 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 it kind of forces people to get out of their comfort zone, out of the known processes that they, that they have, right? And to embrace basically unknown. And, 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 and I, I guess this is something that will, you know, especially for large uh, traditional corporations, this is something that will, you know, there will be more and more of these examples, you know? And then I think, and that's why it's an ongoing process as well. When it comes to when it comes to um, the transformation process, right, right, and and you know it's uh, it's the old uh, uh, change management uh, issue that that is nothing new. Organizations are continuously uh, changing, and uh, it's uh, it, it's the way um, organizations and and uh, and business stay. Uh, up to date you know, and, uh, and, um, and stay relevant. Uh, I think that uh, uh, the, while, while being still uh, uh, all this digital transformation, so to use a bit of a buzzword again, but uh, while, uh, while it is just a change, uh, so to speak, an old, old change, uh, it is also a new type of change, uh, especially when it comes to incumbent uh, uh, and, and traditional uh, um, uh, let's say historical manufacturing companies, uh, uh, because it's um, it's uh, of course a professional change. You need to change the way you work, the way you interact, the way you define value for your customer, and so on. But it is also, to a certain extent, um, especially in, in certain uh, uh, organizational cultures, uh, is is also a, a personal. Uh, um, uh, change is uh, is a matter of uh, looking upon uh, uh, your uh, personal and professional identity in a uh, in a different way, and this is uh, very true for uh, um, for those organizations that uh, are blessed like we are uh, with extremely um, proud and uh, loyal uh, um, uh, employees and uh, uh, and talents. Uh, that uh, uh, that really sees the uh, their uh, the personal uh, uh, values mirrored in uh, in uh, in the uh, company's values. Uh, so um, that becomes uh, uh, an even more uh, emotional, engaging uh, um, process. There's like still two things that I would like to explore with you and. Um... Or get your opinion on and one is definitely so from from all the things that we just talked about you know more or less as a from a business perspective um so the last thing that we're going to talk about obviously is going to be corona but I, before we do before we go into that is just from let's say from your from from your industry right what is what are, like if you look at, at the future outlook right of, of of the volvo group and and kind of the factors that 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 you see as having a major impact on um on, 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 on the industry and on Vogue Group itself, you know, what are, what are some of these factors? And, you know, let, let me just, you know, my, uh, you know, uneducated guests here probably uh, not really knowing the industry. Uh, there's obviously, you know, specific factors that influence any industry. And then obviously we've talked about that for the, for the past hour almost, which is anything that comes to, comes to digital. Um, and we talked about that, but there's also other factors, right, which are more socioeconomic and political, you know, such as, um, and, and also from a com competition perspective, such as yeah. 
China, for example, right? And and yeah. and, and 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 that comes to uh, you know obviously in Europe we're now um, having a hard time right now, and 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 China 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 is really let's say you know developing and and, and moving forward at, a, at an un unimaginable speed and, 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 and developing new things. Uh, and, and, you know, let's, let's mo maybe dwell a little bit into, into that direction, you know, um, yeah. what are some of the things that you observe? I think, uh, I think that, uh, um, the very, the very deep, uh, the very deep things that, uh, uh, that are, uh, are going to impact our, uh, our future are, uh, the, um, the existence of uh, uh, massive shifts, um, which are not only in the business, but in uh, they are societal, global, uh, massive, uh, massive shift towards uh, um, sustainability, uh, safety, uh, productivity in terms of making the most out of uh, um, the resources you uh, you source. Um, which are uh, the, which, which reconfigures the way the way to look upon uh, um, uh, the industry we are in and the way uh, value is uh, uh, is packaged, is generated, and what is defined as uh, as value. Um, the geopolitical uh, uh, trends are of course very uh, very relevant. Uh, China is not. Uh, has not accelerated in the last two years. It's 30 years uh, if, uh, that then they are uh, uh, accelerating. So it's uh, I would say it's nothing new. Um, but of course uh, the, the speed keeps on uh, on increasing. That uh, but it's, I would say that uh, that it, that does not come as a surprise. Uh, so so to say, I think that the ra uh, the raising of the nationalism and the intolerance between. Uh, uh, between culture poses a significantly stronger uh, threat to the operation of a global player like uh, like the Volvo Group, um, and um, and those are uh, um, unfortunately on the rise. Uh, not not unfortunately, not only from a business perspective, but also from a human perspective. I think that uh, uh, if I zeroed into the industries we are in, so um, uh, infrastructure, transportation, mining, uh, and, and so on, um, the, the, the shift I see is uh, uh, the, the, the major shift uh, uh, in focus from products and uh, um, optimization of products, so uh, vehicles or assets, engines, uh, excavators, trucks, buses, and so on and so forth, into optimization of flows. So into looking how do we make what we need to do faster, leaner, less impactful for the, uh, the environment? How do we make it uh, uh, within the planet, planet boundaries, uh, so to say? This calls for a completely different way to look upon what uh, uh, what your company's uh, responsibilities and what your uh, products, services, and solutions uh, reach is really—that um, is—that uh, uh, is an interesting, uh, uh, let's say, um, development uh, uh, in in that sense. And then uh, I think uh, the other thing that uh, uh, it. Uh, it's impacting. We, we mentioned a bit uh, before no, the entrance of uh, tech players, uh, uh, these tech giants in, uh, uh, let's say, more traditional uh, uh, industries. Uh, yes, of course, it's a, it's a matter of that. But I think that the, the real thing that is happening here is that uh, industries' uh, boundaries are blurring and uh, very established value chains and uh, pools of uh, players of companies that uh, were interacted in uh, in certain ecosystems are are merging and uh, all of a sudden new rules of the games are uh, are uh, uh, popping up um i think that uh, and it's my humble <laughs> hypothesis so to speak but i think that uh, uh, tech is actually not uh, um, not uh, uh, the defining element uh, unless you you put it together with the understanding of uh, of your of the customer needs and and closeness to uh, to the customers so i i, I think that uh, uh, that is uh, that is a kind of uh, uh, 
let's say, a, a quick representation of what, uh, what I see in front of us in that sense. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's good because it, it, it kind of uh, covers with, with the things uh, that I observe and that, that, I, that I also see with, uh, on the observe, observations from a lot of other people there in, in, in different leadership positions. And, um, you know, obviously, and, and now kind of uh, maybe obviously as the last, last point here, and, and I don't want to take a, an overall picture here on, on this matter, but um, I think it, it, is, it, is, it is still interesting to 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 kind of ask you this 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 question and that it obviously evolves around you know the impact of corona and, and, and it has been a crazy year and then it has been obviously a very crazy entry into the decade and obviously with a lot of impacts right and 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 yeah. um and and, and, and 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 from a negative point of view and 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 the impacts especially the long-term impacts that we will see globally but also um um especially in europe uh, they are not known yet, right? There's, um, we, we, we don't know how the next no, four months are going to look like. No, indeed. And, and I mean, uh, uh, we, we all know that uh, uh, the pandemic has not, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> it has been bad, no? and uh, it is still, uh, uh, still bad. So I'm not going to dwell on the, on the negative, negative things. Um, not too much. I'll, I'll give a bit of an overview of what is meant for us as a, as a company. But before that, let me let me take a moment. Uh, 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 let me take a moment of hope, because uh, I think that uh, while the, the 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 human tragedy um, is enormous and the the, the health uh, emergency is absolutely uh, uh, true and. Uh, uh, very, very centered in uh, in my in my thoughts. I, I I also try always uh, to to look at uh, uh, wherever I can at the at the positive side uh, of things. There's no positive side in a pandemic. That's very clear. But there might be a silver uh, lining, so uh, so to speak. Maybe a minor silver lining, but um, uh, it is. And and I think that what uh, what this pandemic has done. Uh, for uh, for us as uh, as company, I would dare to say a bit as a, uh, as a society, especially within certain uh, um, uh, countries, at least in uh, in Europe and uh, in North America, uh, uh, I I would say that uh, that has uh, increased uh, the appreciation for uh, uh, for the important things in life. Uh, which maybe other other uh, cultures uh, uh, had already um, uh, front and center. So I think that uh, we kind of uh, uh, took almost globally a, a, a moment to reflect on what's uh, what's important, uh, so to say. And then, of course, the, the so that that just to at least to say something mildly positive uh, coming out of a, of a tragedy like the one we are uh, uh, we are experiencing a very difficult uh, uh, time we, we are experiencing when it comes to us as a, as a corporation of course corona has had uh, major impact on all operations we shut down the company first time in a hundred years that was uh, globally um, that had never happened before not even during world wars um and that tells a lot no and um, <clears throat> i think that uh, from uh, uh it, it was it was not for long we are uh, of course uh, up and running full speed now again luckily and thankfully uh, i think that uh, the impact uh, when it comes to the operation the impact that uh, the corona has had is that uh, uh it has forced us even more to focus on uh, uh, on really the critical elements of, of what we do. Uh, and um, it has also sp speeded up the virtualization of uh, uh, of our uh, of our operation. So we uh, we went over a weekend um, from uh, having uh, some 10,000 colleagues working remotely to having uh, um, uh, south of 70,000 uh, colleagues working uh, uh, working remotely. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, work from home is, uh, or work from anywhere is uh, uh, 
is digital transformation. Of course, it's part of it. It's the minor part of it is maybe one of the most visualized uh, effects uh, of that. But I think that uh, that has taught us the, the power of, uh, of adaptation and the, uh, the power of uh, the resourcefulness that we have as an organization to adapt and, uh, um, and, and also thrive in, uh, uh, in extremely adverse uh, conditions. And uh, we are actually uh, posting record historical quarter results. Um, uh, if compared to other moments in, uh, uh, in which we were in a, let's say, regular downturn uh, cycle. Um, so I would say that uh, that this has uh, um, has taught us a, a lot, and of course we we are also very very uh, touched from from a uh, human and, and personal perspective because we we have had um, a number of uh, uh, colleagues uh, and colleagues family members uh, that have been uh, uh, brought away by, by the pandemic and. Uh, um, of course, that, that, is, uh, uh, that is something that has uh, touched us uh, very deeply. Yeah, so Daniela, it was um, really a pleasure having you on the show. Um, Thank you. For, thanks for really sharing, you know, um, a lot of things, first of all, internally, you know, that is happening and, and kind of from your perspective at, at the Volvo Group, but also, you know, all, the, all your basically, yeah, opinions in regards to external related things uh, it was really a pleasure talking to you thanks for being on the show thank you so much for having me jonathan it was a pleasure for me too